Peace, 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 y'all. Um, it is Sunday, February 27th, 2022. We are on the seventh installment of Time Bomb Radio. Pat yourselves on the back. Nigga, we made it. We are one step closer to our 100,000th episode. So that's that's some good news. Um, <clears throat> a lot of it's been going on. Uh, we had a really good sixth episode last week i appreciate the spike that we had in viewers um i got a lot of places to shout out right now so let me get straight to it i mean where's my list at i got a whole list with with all the states that's been showing love so we got here we go we got manhattan we got brooklyn we got let's see who else we got we got Washington. Hold on. We got Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, Kansas, California, Seattle, Washington State, Canada, Africa, Russia, Iowa, Colorado, Philadelphia, Fort Lauderdale. Miami and Atlanta. I want to give a big shout out to everybody from those locations that's been holding it down, tuning in every time we drop a new episode. That have been following the uh, the podcast, so every time we drop, your notifications go off, and you see that there's a new episode for you guys to digest. Outside of that, and as far as our uh, our audience blowing up, um, you know, it's because we got good good content, good topics. And with that being said, let's let's dive into these topics. We got the USA about to intervene in something they need to keep their motherfucking nose out of, and that is this whole war between Russia and the Ukraine. This could be the possible start of World War III, an inevitable uh, climax that many saw coming. Many who are in tune and understand that nothing is perfect in America. Nothing is perfect in the world. And just when you were starting to get comfortable, here comes something to shake up your world. You know, this is a reality check for everybody. Even if we don't go into war, we have to realize just how quick the tables can turn just how quick your reality can crumble and you might have to just you, you know brace yourself for the impending reality that is financial collapse um possibly god forbid um where the dollar will just be undervalued to the point where it's worth absolutely nothing um we have to worry about control and the government no longer being ran like a democracy and um if that happens then it will be a dictatorship and doors will be kicked in people will be rounded up like cattle and put into concentration camps just like the holocaust and just like 
slavery, which was the biggest Holocaust. You know, let's not forget that. Um, we're not going to stay on that topic, but, you know, I, I often feel like Holocaust is a, a way for white people to to um, make it seem like they've suffered more than the black men and women and um, and have been through more plight, which they haven't. Um, although the Holocaust was a horrible thing, it's only a, a, a scratch, a dent in the, you know, the machine, which is slavery as a whole. That's still going on today and us being at the microcosm of it all. Um, do you think it's necessary or unnecessary for the U.S. to intervene in this whole debacle between Russia and the Ukraine? I personally don't think it's necessary, especially being that the Ukraine has a, a large majority of racist citizens. You know, um, America is still very much so a racist country, a, a racist country. And so I think that is why. Um, they're so quick to want to help the Ukraine, you know, racist minds think alike, birds of a feather flock together. And at the end of the day, Uncle Sam is still racist. So he's going to go and align himself and aid people who are on the same mental construct of racism. I don't know if you guys saw it, but in the news, it was all over social media. There were black Ukrainians trying to get on a train and there were white people, white, white European Ukrainians stopping them, blocking them from getting on the train. So the same racism, extreme racism that we've experienced in the in America back in the, you know, 70s, 60s, 50s and, and prior to that is still going on overseas. Heavy. Heavy, 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 you know, it make uh, the deep south in America <laughs> look like New York City as far as what's going on in places like the Ukraine. We have to understand uh, a lot of people who I, who I fuck with, they were very surprised that there were even black people in the Ukraine. But we have to keep in mind, black people were everywhere first. There's nowhere that the black man and woman weren't first. We established our aboriginal roots in pretty much every corner of the earth. So now when we see um, black people, melanated people speaking different languages and, and living in different countries that are foreign to us as Americans, we can't be so surprised. And that's one thing we that has served to our disadvantage for a very long time. We expect all black people to be the same. And that is why the white European Jews have gotten away with using our religion for only their own personal gain. And by personal gain, let me be clear. I'm just talking about traditionally, um, you know, adapting the same traditions and uh, the, the morals that that the Bible is even based off of as far as. Moshe, Moses, and and the commandments and things of that nature. Um, the root of where the Bible even came from. You know, during these times especially, we need to be completely submersed 
in the word of God And I'm not some perfect Christian I don't read the Bible um, every day Much less at all But I do have something instilled with me Deep within my, my soul And the fiber of my being Which is this set of morals um, To be able to discern between good and evil and right and wrong and that is the power of discernment and that is the gift that God gives us all the light that shines within us all and so it's up to us to allow that to blossom allow that to grow and that will hopefully uh, develop us into God-fearing creatures that will indulge in content like um, the word of God the Bible and interpret it with our spirit our soul see i believe that's why so many people don't read the bible because it's not meant to be read by people who aren't ready to interpret it with a spiritual lens you understand the bible has to be read with a spiritual lens because it's to be interpreted differently and uniquely to each individual who reads it and because i understand those complexities that is why I am still a true Christian I may not be perfect But I am still a true Christian Because I do understand The beauty of the word of God And the readiness That one must have Before reading it So that they can even understand You know What's going on in that book You know So Back to Black people being everywhere in the Ukraine, all through Russia. You got blacks that speak Russian, blacks that speak Japanese, Chinese, Korean. We are everywhere. So let's just understand that all the people who listen to this podcast really take that in for a second and understand that we should not be surprised if we see black people in pretty much every corner of the earth where we would never imagine there being black people should the black people of the ukraine fight and defend a country that doesn't even accept them i think not but at the same time it's hard not to tell it's hard to tell someone what to call home if they identify with the ukraine as their home because that's all they might know you don't know how many generations down the line they've been there. Um, or like I said, if they're in, in indigenous and aboriginal and just been there from the beginning. You know, who are we to tell them to leave or, or if they should fight for their country or things of that nature? I just think that they shouldn't align themselves with the same colonizers. Right? Because this is modern day now, but... Historically, these are just, you know, trickle down to today's generation, but it's the same genealogical uh, specimen as far as slave masters and oppression go and oppression is concerned. Um, I don't think we should align with the ant with the, with um, the ancestors of our slave slave masters, if that makes any sense. Not the ancestors, but the the offspring. <laughs> The offspring of our slave masters I don't think black Europeans Should align themselves With racists within their country If their country operates like that Like like a racist Like from what I've seen on social media recently If that's how their country operates 
They shouldn't fight with them and, and, and assist them. They should evacuate. Take the warning that was issued out by the U.S. They, sh- they should be the ones to evacuate. Let all of the white Europeans kill themselves if that's what they want to do. Let them kill themselves if that's what they want to do. They want to fight and, you know, do all of that. But for all of the black people that are still under oppression, just like black people anywhere else, not being appreciated, although they are indigenous, then you, they should leave until the smoke settles. And reclaim their land once nobody's there left to claim it. I think that's fair enough. <laughs> Straight up. Um, I'm not for the the pawn, the chess game, and, and people being used as pawns. Because that's all war is. And when I see these soldiers getting um, not enlisted, because they're already enlisted, but flown out because they have to serve. You know when you get called Deployed I apologize When I see these soldiers getting deployed for war I can't help but feel angry inside Even if that's what they want to do Even if they want to go out there And go fight for their country Because there's Dude I don't even think they even realize that The level The level of fuckery The way the wool has been pulled over their eyes I actually recommend if you in the army, the military, the goddamn marines, air force, and they trying to deploy you, I don't know, my boy. Go to Jamaica, go to a different island, lay low, get off the radar, but do what you got to do to not go out there and die, basically. I mean, listen, America has given us COVID. They've given us literally biological warfare. So we already been at war. Just on a biological level An invisible war that's been going on Right before our very eyes Even though we can't see it But you know what I'm saying um, It's going on right under our nose People dropping dead Left and right If you guys lost any family members From COVID please leave your the, um, Your name, the city And state that you out That you're listening from in the comment section and how many family members you might have lost during the pandemic uh, since this whole pandemic has began. Um, because we really need to rationalize what makes sense and what doesn't. Should we, as Americans, I'm not even talking about the Ukrainians, the black Ukrainians anymore. I'm talking about black Americans, minorities, Americans in general. I don't care what color you are, as long as you have common sense and, 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 and a God-fearing heart. Then this message is for you um, We're at a point now Where we can't just jump When America says jump Like I said Leave in the comment section How many family members you might have That have already Perished From the warfare going on Cause like I said it's deeper than weapons of mass destruction And missiles and Like War is strategized, tactical, and well thought out. With that being said, people are trying to attack us, including our own, um, for the sake of carrying out an agenda. Uh, people are willing to attack us right under our nose on an, on an invisible level. So, because that's already happened, we're not talking about would have, would have, should have, could have. 
We're talking about what's already happening. Things that things that there are receipts for. People are dying daily still from this COVID. We're not out of the out of the woods yet. We're still within this pandemic as we speak. We have not made it out of the woods. So is it a smart decision? And this goes to people in the military right now. If you're listening, leave your comments in the comment section and and don't say anything predictable like, oh, I'm I got to fight for my country. Like, I don't want to hear no stupid shit like that. You know, if you're going to tap in with this podcast, keep it real the same way I'm keeping it real with you. Be transparent. I know people in the military that will actively tell me, fuck the military, because they know damn well that the military don't give a shit about the soldiers. They don't give a shit about the soldiers. They're just another another serial number, just like an inmate in jail. There's levels to institution. And we need to realize that on many different levels, we're all institutionalized. You don't have to do a, a crazy bid in, in, in Sing Sing, you know what I'm saying, or an Alcatraz to, to understand that. So on that note, because we've all been mentally brainwashed, spiritually brainwashed, financially brainwashed, just brainwashed on so many various levels. It's time for us all, not just people in the military, but all of us, to really sit and come to a definitive answer as to will we continue to comply with the rules and regulations and demands of America? Because when you have to figure out, try to put your finger on things or wonder if the country you live in even serves your best interest at that point in time it's time to it's time to make an executive decision for yourself you know we only have so much time during this experience that our soul is experiencing in this vessel called flesh while we're here on this earth so we need to we need to uh be a little radical sometimes and stop thinking that the word of man is law the word of god is law now i'm not saying to go out there and intentionally break the law because because um, man isn't God and, 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 and man wrote, you know, I'm not saying go out there and break the law. All I'm trying to say is when things get absurd and start, and start looking a little bit suspect, like something's going on, there's probably something going on. And that's why I encourage everybody to continue listening to this podcast because we're going to keep you updated on the latest as far as the wool that they are continuously trying to pull over. The eyes of citizens, unsuspecting citizens, and even people who are on point, like me and you guys here in the community, they still try us all the time. They got the Super Bowl, all of these events, and they still throw all of the symbolism at us, knowing that a large percentage of the population is is on point, and we understand exactly what's going on. But it's as sick as it is, is to mock us and show us like, yeah, yeah, you, we know you're on to us, but 
We don't care. And now that they're in this we don't care phase, it is the most deadly phase that we could possibly be in. Because before they were taking baby steps, then they started taking strides. Now they now they took off. They they ran they they were they sprinted, they sprinted and they took off with their plan, just like an airplane. You know. Now it can still nosedive. That airplane can crash, and I hope to God it does. But only if we as a people make an executive decision to stop supporting certain brands, stop investing our time and money in the, the, the furtherance of brands and companies and entities that are only helping to uh, fulfill this Masonic agenda. Now, what companies are those? They call it the Fortune 500 for a reason, because there's 500 plus big companies out there that are fucking us all. So we need to do our due diligence and take that responsibility upon ourselves to decide what we do and do not support. And collectively, that will grow to a noticeable number where they realize that their passive income that they're making off of the general population isn't so passive anymore. You know, it all starts by slowing it up and we got to slow it up by making those executive decisions. What artists do you want to support? What products are you willing to support? What grocery stores are you willing to support? It's not even just about one particular thing anymore. Like I said, it's not even just about the entertainment industry and supporting certain um, entertainment that's like secular gospel or you know actors and actresses things of that nature but it's bigger than that it's it's about every variable of life that you can imagine that make up the totality of life the real meaning of pushing p i wanted to discuss this last week to be honest but it's like all right whatever fuck it we're gonna get right into it um now it, it can mean more than one thing And that's how these Satanists like to play They enjoy double entendres And double meanings And being able to slickly Say something Knowing that Their real intention Is something else um, And it's a part of the ritual You know Them being able to do something grotesque but disguise it as something beautiful or something fly and cool or innovative. So Gunna, about a month ago, drops Push and P. Now, the real meaning of Push and P outside of the, the uh, Houston origins and, and uh, West Coast, Detroit, Midwest origins, Chicago origins, because it was really for pimping. You know, for people who was out there putting holes on a track. You know what I'm saying? People that was really on some player shit. That was groomed to manage a stable of women that they were willing to manage the finances of and grow their finances into 
an empire. At least that with that that's some responsible pimping. If you a responsible pimp, you got some janky pimps out there as well. But but that's what pushing P originally comes from the word player and pimping, of course. Now, in prison, it has a different term. And I'm pretty sure you guys know where I'm going with this. So I don't even know if I got to say it. But fuck it, I'll say it. Uh, it, it. It actually means homosexual anal sex pushing penis into the behind of another man. Let that soak in and marinate for a second and realize that uh, these are the type of double standard definitions that your kids favorite artists are using as the titles to their breakout singles to promote their entire album and do a whole promotional run on pushing p now it's just crazy to me that uh it's coming from the ysl camp and we all know what young thug got famous for which was for doing a bunch of sus shit Nothing but sus activity came from Young Thug During the earlier years of his career Even up until now He'll still occasionally do something To You know um, Give the elites Some reassurance And reestablish his position Or maintain it As far as his relevancy is concerned You know which is why every once in a while Even the artists that aren't The most active Will still throw on a blouse or a skirt every once in a blue moon to keep them old Clive Davis motherfuckers pleased. Let's get into it. Isaiah Rashad's disappearance from social media and hip hop. Did the entire TDE sell out? How long has this been going on? And what can we expect moving forward in hip hop? Now, I don't know if you guys noticed, but. I've been checking in, not because I like the nigga music, but I just want to see what kind of move he makes next. Being that he's like he like he got exposed as a down low nigga. It, it is what it is, and and so <laughs> I want to see how he he tries to clean this up or navigate his career moving forward. Now, after checking his profile, it, nothing's changed. It's still the same exact thing from before the. Sex tape was leaked All that shows me Is shame They know what They know what they're doing is wrong This isn't someone who openly lived that lifestyle You know this is Like I said these are down low people who need to be exposed He didn't openly live that lifestyle This is a man with children A man who Once dated SZA One of the most sought after Black women In the hip hop community You know I was jealous of the nigga at one point Because he was dating Scissor. So trust me when I tell you Like <laughs> This was not expected at all Because You're not only on a label That promotes this whole Alpha male gangbanger um, Or reformed gangbanger Type of image You got these reformed gangbangers Like Schoolboy Q And, and J-Rock and, and even though Kendrick not no gangbanger He still comes from a uh, uh, Pyru I believe it's Pyru Correct me if I'm wrong You guys In the comment section it's, it's one of those Original blood sets But he comes from that You know He's cut from that cloth So That whole image already 
is, you know, top dog entertainment. It don't get no more gangster and 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 and, and rough sounding than that. It don't get more no more tough than that. Top dog entertainment. You know what I mean? So that's like it's like dog pound gang or doggy style records. Like you gotta it has a gangster sound to it. You're not expecting nothing funny style coming out of that camp. Bottom line. No pun intended on the bottom line. Now as far as uh this whole Isaiah Rashad thing or whatever, it took me and it took a lot of people, but me especially, you know, for a big loop threw me for a loop because um of the content that he makes he he directs most of his his music uh toward you know people from the hood people that's that's coming up from out the mud and as far as his songs about females you would think they about females now did the whole tde sell out that is what Many people want to know um, And how long has this been going on I believe it was prior to the aftermath deal You know Kendrick just kind of put the nail in the coffin With the swimming pools video When he's wearing the all red suit To symbolize You know his allegiance To the devil And then falling down the black pit Down this black hole Which could only lead to one place So you know what can we expect moving forward with hip hop and with TDE and and all of this? Um, <laughs> more people getting exposed. I don't know. Um, there's 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 a lot of due diligence that people can do on their own just to see what's really going on. Um, I'm just here to point you guys in the right direction. You guys should definitely check out the blindfold ritual. This is an active ritual that goes on in music videos and movies. I'll just give you guys a quick summary of some of your favorite artists and and uh feature length films that included this blindfold ritual you got young thug with slime season mixtape cover if you if you peep that you'll notice his eyes are bleeding and he also has a blindfold over his eyes you got the sandra bullock movie bird box where they literally navigate around the terrain of wherever they live um with blindfolds on the entire movie then you got ASAP Rocky in some video he did. I, I, I'll, I'll name it later. I just saw it in a YouTube video. Shout out to Dwayne McLean TV, by the way. You guys check him out. Great source for information and um, definitely just a trusted person during these times to get information from that's valid to digest. Um, so all of the people who like to consume real uh, intelligent uh, conversation and podcast. Go check out Dwayne McLean TV. Um, so you got little baby NBA Young Boy in his Green Dot video. Check out NBA Young Boy's Green Dot music video. I said little baby already. You got Gunna, Kendrick Lamar, etc. I will list the exact music videos for each artist that I named in the next podcast because I'm obviously not going to stop what I'm doing now to go do that. So anyway, in Rihanna and Kendrick's loyalty video, you can see Rihanna playing Satan. She literally she literally plays Satan wearing white to symbolize being the light bearer. And Kendrick plays the pawn willing to do anything for Satan's loyalty. Polo G 
is also reborn in his recent video um he's shown taking his hoodie off and revealing goat horns which is symbolic of being washed in the goat or the baphomet's blood I, I can't make this up you guys this is uh this is what's going on currently um the ritual chair dance that you can find beyonce and madonna both seen performing uh this same identical dance you're gonna tell me it's a coincidence that uh hip-hop r&b singer like beyonce is doing the same exact dance as madonna there's no coincidence there this is all because they serve the same exact master now we should support boosie little boosie because it seems that he's actually trying to get some redemption for selling his soul and um he's going against the grain now more than ever and more than i ever seen any other artist go against the grain and by going against the grain i mean you know talking about Dwayne wade's son or uh, just being honest about what we you know with the community not just sugarcoating things and saying things to be so-called politically correct for the sake of advancing his career and that's why it's so important to have street money or just have your own money already preserved where you're not reliant upon no type of machine or distributor to put your shit out for you you know that you can do it on your own and you know that you don't have to bow down to any system or adhere to their rules and you can take a radical approach if it's needed and right now it's definitely needed so i definitely applaud and commend little boosie for going on vlad tv like he does and not even just on vlad um but whenever he gets the opportunity to be on any type of platform uh whether it's social media i believe they shut him down um and he's still going hard you know he's not letting them control him by taking away his account and and hope in hopes that he's gonna apologize or or do something you know to patch up the situation you know we're, we're, we're past that right now and i believe black people are fed up even rich black people like boosie so shout out to boosie for going against the grain it's needed right now more than ever during these times i call them climactic times you know um, it's the end times for sure but we, we're in the climax right now these are the end times so you guys just man keep your eyes open man there's a lot of shit going on you know the devil's out lurking we're gonna get into the pop smoke home invasion murder update um this was i don't know if it was from Dwayne mcclain or a different youtube channel but uh shout out to the channel i got this from if you guys know who it is then put it in the comment section but uh, apparently the same woman who was beaten by young berg aka hitmaker in his home for setting him up in, in an attempted uh home invasion to rob the rapper producer of everything in his california home was also the same woman her name is talia tally by the way she was also seen and documented to have been at pop smoke's calif rented california home that he was airbnb uh, the night that he was fatally shot um in a robbery for his jewelry now um according to young berg he was having consensual consensual sex with uh talia tally a woman whose name will soon become the central focus in this entire case it's documented that the same woman 
was present the night of Pop Smoke's murder. And I find it more than a coincidence that the main suspect, the shooter in the murder of Bashir Pop Smoke Jackson, was also seen on Youngberg's security surveillance camera after the unsuccessful home invasion attempt on Youngberg. Now, it's only logical that out of frustration from not being able to get a lawsuit to stick on Youngberg for the well-deserved beating Talia Tally deserved, she desperately devised another home invasion scheme, which unfortunately resulted in the murder of Pop Smoke. Ah, man, oh man. Are celebrities sacrificing their children to be hosts to demonic entities? And can anything be, even be done once these celebrity children become aware that they are unintentionally serving as sacrificial hosts for a satanic agenda? I believe it's very possible that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky could be welcoming in an actual fallen angel via the womb of Rihanna. Like we have to understand we're not dealing with regular people. These celebrities aren't just celebrities. They are following an entirely different way of life and an entirely different code. They live by different morals and they perform actual rituals that we can only imagine in TV or in movies. But this is real life. So now you got these two Satanists about to bring life into the world. What could result from it except for something that could be used as a host for the demonic energy that these two already collectively share as a couple? You see... <laughs> Masonry and, Sat and Satanism go hand in hand And that's what we have to understand um, That they go hand in hand You know, these artists, they, these celebrities These actors, these athletes, they're Masons And so With that being said They can only serve One real God And that's why they say in Masonry You must serve some type of God Because They need you to use That same type of belief system um, that you already have instilled in you toward whatever faith it is that you serve they need you to use that energy and put it into serving you know satan um conway's album god don't make mistakes i believe that's what it's called let me double check right quick hold on one second Where is it God don't make mistakes Yeah Conway's album I give it a 7 out of 10 Um At best But still one of the most solid contributions to hip hop in the past 1 to 30 years Why Did it get a 7 out of 10 It could have had better hooks Especially the joint with Beanie Siegel Too many features Nothing wrong with features But over five is oversaturation in my book. It's also a seven because of the public humiliation sacrifice that Conway had to go through by wearing skirts prior to his album drop in order for this to even become a reality for him. You see, you can't you can't go from getting shot and barely surviving and having such a survival story that was the meat and potatoes of your content to to you, you go from that. Gangster triumph, rags to riches story to wearing a 
a skirt, a kilt, whatever you want to call it. It's ritualistic and it's a humiliation sacrifice. So Kanye had Conway had to go through that, unfortunately. Um, and and I really like Conway. He's my favorite out of Griselda. I believe he has the most uh, nostalgic type of flow compared to the other two out of the out of the whole label. Um, but it's a seven out of ten. You know, the Griselda family, the real Griselda family, didn't even co-sign black guys using their family as the main centerpiece of their brand so the fact that they're even using the griselda name still this long after they've been signed to shady and rock nation for like over three to five years the rebranding should have taken place a long time ago so they're still trying to get away with this whole gangster image and using people's hard work and other people's family um and rap sheet for their own image this gangster image so it's a seven out of ten you know, also, we shouldn't have had to wait that damn long for 12 tracks, Conway. 12 tracks, man. Come on, 12 tracks. 7 out of 10. It's a 7 out of 10 because you're using your gift to further the agenda. There's no such thing as being a gangster and a signed artist due to what is witnessed by these individuals in the code of silence that must be maintained and upheld by any means. So what I'm trying to say is these artists, they got to see a whole lot of shit. They got to see a whole lot of shit in this industry. And if they're not willing to report and tell the people who really support them, who buy their records, who stream their records, the people who are the reason they have a brand new foreign vehicle outside in the estate that they can call their own. If they're not willing to be honest with those people and tell them why they shouldn't, join the industry or become a part of hollywood become a part of this masonic machine this death machine then they have to be considered the enemy so although conway you had a lyrically great album you know you're just using your gift for the for the wrong reasons and i think what you and griselda have to offer has limitless potential but it's time for a rebrand it's time for a rebrand i don't know who over there is keeping you guys stuck why you why you have to have the same branding and the same image and the same drug talk and the same everything and the same goes for Pusha T. There comes a time where we have to switch it up. We can't be the storytellers forever. And even if we are, there still needs to be more of a balance. So again, love the Conway album, love Conway as an artist, favorite Griselda member, but because of all the other variables included, it gets a seven out of ten. Well justified. You know, we're not fanboying over here. We're going to keep it 100 on everything. Let's get into the song of the day. You guys already know this is off of the restoration, unreleased, King Jewel Project. Join is called Astro World, narrating the events of the Travis Scott Astro World tragedy. Rest in peace to everybody who lost their lives that night due to that satanic sacrifice. So, let's get right into it. King Jewel. Astro World off that the restoration album dropping soon on platforms everywhere. We will be on the DSPs, but we will also have vinyls, cassettes, LPs, all of that. Hope y'all enjoy. Let me know what you think. He was one of two local men killed at the Travis Scott Astro World Festival. And new tonight, our Maurice Saavedra is live in Grant Park with a look at the rapper's history with crowd control, even in Chicago. We want race! We want race! Uh, let me 
Take you to Astro World where the show must go on No matter who pass out or die Body curled into a fetal position Twitching, feeling the pain of the mosh pit And the people within it kicking Ripping my clothes, oh no I think someone elbow just broke my nose Shows ain't supposed to be this violent Why this dude on stage keep smiling Inciting the violence While telling everyone to keep wilding Look, well Welcome to Astro World, baby. Where the Astro plane the destination for you and your lady. Just as long as you follow the rules, holler like fools, act like animals who walk, belong in a zoo. I'm on to you, who show no regard for who made you a star. To think you on par with the creator, how jaded you are. To be honest, I'm honestly surprised you made it this far. Blaspheming, whack raps that lack meaning, half crab, half demon. Last laugh, that semen, like pure comedy. You just property to old white folks who moved you around like a piece in a game of life-size monopoly i find it awkward we settle for less you act like we pop and we not i could tell you new to this it just hit you oh you just got you but not it feel good to come from the peas and go cop you a spot huh brag about what you got huh suv and new drop huh can't you see that ambulance bodies as they drop huh gotta walk through your mouth just to get in the show so how you claim you not responsible for how this supposed to go why you acting slow when we can tell you no, yo, frontin' like you ain't see the bro, tell you to end the show. But Benzes don't pay for themselves, right? So you had to go. Another 45, damn, another shorty died. Right on your watch, acting like you surprised by all of this shock. Was all a plot from the beginning when they signed you. Those you might think is winning, really sinning from the beginning. They just trying to blind you, bind you, and your soul in a hole where nobody will find you. In the astral world, ashes to ashes, where you'll find you and your girl. If ever you try to go and seek a show at the astral world, I mean, my whole thing is like how Drake go on stage right after you, and he able to see everything going on on social media. It's an insult to my intelligence at this point, really. All of our intelligence. World by your boy King Jewel off of that unreleased but upcoming album, The Restoration. Album is 100% completely clean. There's actually no curse words on it. So we're not just talking it on this podcast. We live in it. You know, um, we trying to make certain changes, profound changes in how we make our music. And, you know, I'm a pretty popular drill artist um, as far as like on the underground scene. You know, I got my streams up and I got a good amount of followers and audience and people that engage with my content, but you got to sacrifice a piece of yourself sometimes to become your best self sometimes. And the piece of me that I sacrificed was feeling like I always had to make a certain type of music that catered to only a certain type of audience. And that includes making music with profanity. So we got to understand this kids out there that look up to us there's older people who aren't within our age bracket that are, that want to listen to us um 
They just haven't found anything relatable. So when a lot of older people say that they don't like the music of my generation and younger, it's not that they're hating. It's just that either something's not clean enough or we're not even taking the time to think about them and making records that might cater to their style or or to um, their way of life. And it don't mean to not be yourself. You know, you can always find innovative and cool ways to be yourself. Um just rebrand a little bit you know like it's like for instance um you know pop smoke doing a a singing record or a reggaeton record which is where he was stepping into he was about to start doing a bunch of different shit so we just got to be different and we got to appreciate different music it'll make you a better artist at the end of the day um i don't even know how i started going off into all of that but i felt like i had to say that um we got a lot of cool stuff coming up um, In regards to interviews We got a lot more artist interviews coming More segments And that feels really good Because that's really the goal at the end of the day Which is to um, interview the, the the latest and the greatest man. Keep our ear to the street Keep our ear to the culture And make sure that we are literally A living, breathing hub For you guys to tap into um, and feed yourself musically, spiritually, gain some knowledge, and uh, you know, just kind of kill a whole bunch of birds with one stone listening to this podcast. You know, I want you guys to leave this podcast feeling like you learned something, feeling like you discovered something or somebody. So, uh, later this week, like I said, we will be discovering, or you guys will be discovering She Spice, you know. Um, She's been around doing her thing for a minute in, in, in Brooklyn, um, but she's brand new to you guys. And I'm looking very forward to introducing you guys to her and seeing exactly what she might have going on right now. How she's moving into, you know, uh, second quarter. I believe we, we just finished first quarter. Um, that's something we're going to discuss, the four quarters of the industry. That's definitely a topic to discuss most definitely um you know this channel is about education man like making sure that we really understand not what we're getting ourselves into but what we've gotten ourselves into <laughs> like we already in it you know it's not about what we about to get ourselves into it's about knowing how to navigate what the fuck we already we are already in so we have to strap on our seat belts subscribe comment show support show love spread the word Let's get this community buzzing like it already is. Um, I don't know if I did my shout outs, but I'm going to do them right now. Again, I did do them actually, but fuck it. We're going to do one more time because um, I feel really good that we even got this big of an audience tapped in with us. That is a tremendous deal. It's not normal. I've only been doing this um, on Apple Podcasts for maybe about a month and a half. So let's get into it. We got Brooklyn. Manhattan, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, Kansas, California, Washington State, Seattle specifically, Canada, Africa, Morocco specifically. We're number three in Morocco, Russia, Iowa, Colorado, Philadelphia, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and Atlanta. I want to thank you all for rocking with me. At Time Bomb Radio. Um, 
And until we meet again, you guys already know this is episode seven. We about to wrap it up. And I will see you guys next week for episode eight. You guys look out for that She Spice interview dropping later within the week. And you know, we'll see. Sometimes I might randomly just upload some content. It might it might not be an episode, but it, it'll probably be um, you know, just something to feed you guys with. Like sometimes I'm starting to get addicted to this. Like I don't want to even leave you guys for a week. You know, I feel like a lot of you depend on me as being a source for more information, uh, more awareness, just so that you guys got your antennas up and you guys can know what to look forward to as we navigate this crazy, complex world with all of these distractions set up to keep us from entering the eternal kingdom. And that's the main goal right there at the end of the day. You know, that's that's the real wealth, you know, um. We have a lot to discuss, a lot of ground to cover, but we're covering it. We're covering it. And um, if you listen from episode one up until now, we have come a very long way. The energy is different. Everything's different. Um, I sound completely different in a good way. Um, there's no more apprehension or anxiety before going on to speak with you guys. And that makes me feel good because I can I can feel your energy. I can feel you guys listening before you're even listening because now I know the podcast matters. Now I know I have built a brand that people are relying on and are dependent on. And so you guys have my word and my promise that I will always stand to the occasion and drop that heat, that content that y'all need so that you guys are always abreast on what's going on. And we are never asleep. We are always vigilant and on the, the defense and the offense. On that note, I will catch y'all next week for episode eight. Peace and love. And be sure to hit the Cash App. You can support with any amount you feel necessary. Cash App is dollar sign King Jewel TB, as in time bomb. King Jewel TB. Love y'all. Peace and salute.